as I spend another day reflecting on Psalm 91, my mind is drawn to an Old Testament passage to draw as a parallel to exploring the imagery in this passage and also a New Testament text as we look a little closer at the Psalm 91. I know the title is a little bit misplaced, maybe out of place, if you will. Clean hands is belonging to Psalm 24, really. But when we look at the parallel text that I'm using today, First Chronicles chapter 13, verse 9 tells us, When they came to Chidon's threshing floor, Uzzah put out his hand to hold the ark, for the oxen stumbled. Then the anger of the Lord was aroused against Uzzah, and he struck him, because he put his hand to the ark, and he died there before the Lord. And he died there before the Lord. So David was moved by his encounters with God and how they were making progress against the Philistines. And so he went and he decided that, you know, he needed to have the presence of the Lord, that which represented the presence of the Lord, where he was. So he went to retrieve the Ark of the Covenant and in moving the Ark back to the city of David, we, are, we come upon this feature of the story where the Ark was being transported as it was set to be transported and with real care and reverence being taken to move in the ark, which represents the presence of the Lord. But when they came to a certain place, Chidon's threshing floor, and that's for another day's exposition, the Bible says that the oxen stumbled and other reached out to steady the ark. Let's go back to Psalm 91, verse 1. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver 
you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. Verse 3 jumps out at me, but that also is for another day's exposition. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler. The word fowler speaks to one who catches birds. I come, I come to it because that bird catching as a reference to, to us really catches my attention. But then I also want to draw a parallel to Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6 verse 8 and verse 13 verse 6 says and raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus verse 8 for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. If I may, verse 10 also, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared before that we should walk in them. Verse 13 says, but now is Christ now is Christ Jesus. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Jesus Christ. These, these, these passages do not immediately seem to be connected. And uh, for sure, the psalmist did not intend to make a connection between these and there is no apparent indication that Paul was making a connection between this passage and the Psalm 91 passages. So there is no immediate connection. But, but, but as I read Psalm 91 and my spirit started to take issues with the way that we wield the psalm as it was in in Jamaica we talk about rock stone it is uh, we have pebbles and you have stones and then you have little bigger stones that you could throw them and they could do some harm. So we refer to them as rock stone. We use it as a rock stone. We use it as a stone against the enemy when we are affrighted and when we are afraid, when, when, when we face a challenge, when we face uh, the enemy coming against us, we draw for the psalm and that is how we talk about it. Draw for a psalm and we, and we hurl the psalm uh, at the situation. We hurl the psalm at the enemy as though hurling the psalm is going to deliver us 
from the harm that is in front of us. Oh, yes, I know I'm treading on, on, on some serious waters because did not the word of God say that his word is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing of soul, uh, dividing of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And did it not say that my word that goeth out from me shall not return unto me void, but will accomplish that which it please and prosper in the thing whereunto I have sent it. And did he not say that we overcome the enemy by the word of God, by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of our testimony. So, so we feel that we can hurl Psalm 91 and the other protective Psalms, as we call them, against the enemy, and that itself will be our protector. Don't forget the seven sons of Sceva, though. Paul, I know. And Jesus, I know. But who are you? I want us to go back to verse 1 of this psalm once again. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So I want to start there by pointing out uh, to you, my brothers and sisters, but to point out to you, uh, blessed, beloved listeners, uh, that uh, it is the being in the presence of God where our protection is. It is abiding under the shadow of the Almighty that causes us to be protected from the snare of the fowler, from the thousand that fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. It is, it is, it is, not, it is not that we go and we hurl darts of our own and win a victory. It is because we are abiding in his presence as he moves. And destroys the works of the devil. The thousand fall at our side. And the ten thousand at our right hand. But it is not coming near to us. Because we have been raised up. And have been caused to sit together in heavenly places. It is being in the secret place. It is being... In this secret place, it is abiding in the shadow of the Almighty. Wherein is our protection? Are you saying, my brother, that I should not read Psalm 91 when I face the enemy? Are you saying that uh, I should not uh, 
uh, call upon the name of Jesus and remind um, the holy angels that come to my aid and, and remind God of what he says in this word. Uh, I am not saying that you should not call on God, but I am calling you back to verse 1. When you raise up Psalm 91, are you dwelling in the secret place so that you may abide in his shadow so that you can say of the Lord he hallelujah he is my refuge that's what hallelujah that is that's what refuge means if you read it all the way through it's the same theme, the same imagery, the same um, rampart, the same bulwark, the same hiding place that the psalmist is talking about. The one who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide on the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge because I'm abiding. I am protected. I didn't come up with it. That's where the Spirit of the Lord led my attention to. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. That's where the protection comes from. Being in His presence. Not just lifting up the psalm. Not just believing. But abiding. 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 So 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 where does this first Chronicles thirteen text come to play? You see, my brothers and sisters, my listening friends, many of us do not understand why we aren't experiencing the blessing and the glory of his precious promises. There are things that are happening to us and they appear like judgment, but we do not understand why they are happening to us. We are experiencing trouble in our lives. Sudden happenings. And we're wondering what's really going on. May I take it a little bit further and disturb someone's peace as you listen. We are experiencing trouble in such a way that we are wondering what is it that is going on in my life? Am I
doing all that I need to do. I have done all that I need to do. Yet somehow things are still remaining the same. I invite you to reflect for a moment. Check yourself. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, favorite, follow, share, so that others can participate in the blessing. Thanks for being a part of this ministry in the word. Leave us a voice message with your feedback on how this is a blessing to you. Let us know if we can use your voice message in a testimonial about the blessings that this podcast has been or any questions that you may have that you would want us to address podcast we're also looking for your feedback once again thanks for being a part god bless you welcome Come and have a slice of fresh bread. Fresh Bread is a podcast developed to share the word of God, reflecting in small nuggets of time the deep truths that will bring courage to our soul, to our spirit, and to our minds. Come dine. Come partake. Come be blessed. This is Fresh Bread. I am your host, Ricardo Henry. Let's step in. Let's break bread together.